over there? Is that Cronano? Yoo-hoo! What have you been up to, my silly boy? Well, just looking for a new angle, my dear. Ready to begin? Yahoo! Turn on the podcast and listen real close. We're the two fatos that you love the most. What's your angle? What's your angle? What's your angle podcast? If you love me, please tell me what. Your angle. Just, it doesn't do any good for anybody. And uh, luckily I was able to lose a lot of weight since the last episode because... I had I had gained um, I had gained height last episode and weight. So where's that candle? Can we get that over here? I think it would achieve the aura. It's over there. But we can put it on the table. Oh, they they're not gonna be able to see it. They all so they can no see point. is all they can see is your hydro flask. Just the Just the bottom that you could knock make someone's bone broth out of their skull. What is it with you and skulls, my friend? Because I was. Th- I Were you part of the Skull and Bones when you went to Yale University? Mm-hmm. Many people know that I was a part of the Skull and Bones when I went to Yale University. Was George Bush your uncle? Get this out of here. It's ruining the shot. My bad. Tell me about your time at Yale. Um, I was inducted into the Skull and Bones because I got a tap on the shoulder. Everything good? Keep going. I got a tap on the shoulder from Skull and Bone Society. And um, later that year, I shot John F. Kennedy. Super Bowl! It's Super Bowl Sunday. The Cavs versus the Rams and the Jet Skis. Robert Kraft Doritos. Sponsored by Robert Kraft's Kraft Mac and Cheese. So who's playing today? The Cavs and the Quails? The Cavs and the Quails. Ah, that's what I thought. It's one of the best Super Bowl games yet, guys, ladies and gentlemen. We're on what? Super Bowl 259, I believe. They started during the... uh, Great Depression. Yeah, 1790. 1917. Not many people know this, but Benjamin Franklin was one of the first 49ers for the San Francisco 40 Jays. Mm-hmm. Blue Jays. Everybody knows Benjamin Franklin was from San Francisco. Everybody knows Benjamin Franklin was a freak in the sack, <laughs> and that's true. But they he don't know. They so don't many know, women. They don't know about the other sack, almost like the pigskin. <laughs> Hit me up. Because they used to play. Uh, nice to meet you. They used to play with the old football. Used to they used to wear leather skins on over their the cranium of their penis, and they would uh, play with a pig, an actual pigskin. That's why many people refer to the American football as pigskin. If you just knew your history, you'd learn a lot more. Mm-hmm. I learned that. It's a matter of opening up the textbook and turning to page 369. It's a matter the whole pigskin bit. Take If you take simple social studies, you'll know all this info. Advanced social studies when you learn into, when you get more into kind of... Non-sport related. Yeah, that's what it was. History. Yeah. They talk about the history of the ball. Mm. Anyway, I'm glad we're still prioritizing sports and society as a, a, a huge cultural representation of who we are. And I'm happy to be here during this amazing Super Bowl 2000. And what are we, what is this? First 2000 Super Bowl. To first, uh, sorry, I'm the first Super Bowl in 2020. I'm actually. And. Re- oh, sorry. Not done. I know. The next Super Bowl. I mean, sorry. Th- this is the only Super Bowl ever that is on a, a symmetrical date. Um, the day we're recording this is the second month, and it's the second day of the second month, and that's 2020. So if it reads 02, 02, 
2020 and backwards it reads 02022020 so it's a completely symmetrical date and i'm hoping to see some symmetry on the field tonight what do you think you know what i'm thinking i don't know where you picked up this uh this black jumpsuit because you were wearing all black today it's blue though you guys just can't but, see yeah they'll they won't be able to ever tell yeah. black and blue is one of my fa recently favorite color combos that's yeah, one of our favorite episode uh, titles if you check back to episode 10 that's actually doing the most successful in our lineup in our roster i think it has 11 apple podcast listens so to all the people that are listening you know i i really appreciate our, the transition that we did so you can thank us in the comment section and we want to thank five give us a five star review if you if you please we want to thank all our trans listeners we want to thank all our us uh, straight listeners we want to thank all our gay listeners mm -hmm. we want to thank all our lesbian uh, listeners but at this time we are declaring war on our viewers had um, to be done man. we had too much and we're fed up with you all and we don't understand why you don't like us more and i guess mostly the war is going for people who aren't watching us yet so we just like to officially declare war and we want to thank everyone for watching but we are going to war and it is a virtual war it is a cyber war of sorts but that doesn't mean that chemical warfare is not going to be a factor um and there's not going to be some tomfoolery going on with you know the poisoning of our leaders etc it's not going to actually interfere with with the the podcast scheduling and for episodes to come out but the war just like the united states and deals with you know mm -hmm. third world countries that they have conflicts with everything is a uh, typical day in the neighborhood for mr rogers but we all know that there's a, a, a very dark undertone so we're going mm -hmm. to kind of take the similar vein of the usa and we're going to apply it to the wya yeah. podcast and we are strong believers that art art uh, mimics life so the, uh we're going to follow up with what shakespeare said and kind of mimic what's going on in the real world we're going to go to war with our listeners and i think correct me if i'm wrong but we mm -hmm. are the first podcaster that that are going to war with our listeners let's talk a little bit more about the war with our listeners and what specifically we'd like to see as an outcome i'm personally curious about how the catalyst to start the war happened what mm -hmm. was the exact thing that broke the camel i know what it the was. camel being the podcast i know what it was you could trace it back a couple episodes again um, it was it was uh, we were talking about what our favorite Thanksgiving items were and I didn't I asked the I asked the viewers specifically and explicitly mm -hmm. below in the comments tell us your favorite Thanksgiving items from five right from five to zero mm -hmm. um, and I uh, we gave the, the you had options of turkey one stuffing gravy which was a wild card um, mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce. And What's cranberry so complicated sauce. about five? And we 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 Can you count we, to five? we did about a we did a 25 30 minute segment a, a fully exploring every single you know comedic outlook on, on how we could rank our top five Thanksgiving foods and you know I'll say we it was pretty good. I'll say it was, that it was, it was one of our best analysis in comedy. It was and, comedy 101. And you know what we got in the book. comments? Crickets. Complete crickets. We didn't hear from any of you guys. Silence! I kill you! That's all I heard in the comments. We didn't hear... The only person we heard from was Jeff Dunham. Mm -hmm. And he said, guys, I love what you're doing. Keep it up. Keep up the great work. Um, spread me open like I spread my puppets. It was weird. It was just in this whole vein. But from our actual viewers... So that's the moment for me. I don't know, Jake, if you had a different moment. But that's the moment for me that I knew we were going to declare war. The moment I declared war was... Oh, let me think. Let me think. Um... You know what? I personally, I you know, it, we reached episode eleven. We decided ultimately that we're going to change up the theme song every ten episodes, just to keep things spicy and and you know we're like we're really putting the podcast in a progressive direction. 
Uh, and what what really made me sad was if you look in our, our about page, um, verbatim it says it says something along the lines of verbatim. Uh, we would really appreciate if musicians would send in their their local art and their you know digital realm works and and hopefully incorporate the podcast in some way so that we can feature some local artists and get a little bit of kickback get a little bit of a cycle going an artistic cycle in the city that we live in um but nobody really uh held my hand on that venture in fact i was left in the trail of tears so i ended up having to you know take the trail of years and i had to, we had to make our own melody from scratch and you know what they say though ultimately if you if you want something done you got to do it yourself and are we wrong for having faith in the in the musical community and our peers? Yes, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I know why we would ever. I don't know why we would ever trust them. They've never been. They've never been super helpful to us in any way. They've, they're always kind of empty connections, and they never bring us the wealth that we need. Um, but you know, we 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 came through, and I can understand you in that moment wanting to declare war and kind of feeling the hatred in your heart that I felt. And likewise, we I could I could see how you'd want to declare war on on our on our innocent listeners. Yeah. Not so innocent now when you're not saying anything in the comments. But guys, we are giving you the opportunity to pardon uh, and kind of throw up a, a white flag if you'd like. If we can just get one submission for a song and also one just one um, comment in the description. Or our rating on Apple Music. Apple with Podcast. the Thanksgiving rating. And if you need a reference to the system, you could go back to the episode, do a little legwork, yes. find out where it was. And, and whatever star you, corresponds with the number, you leave that for the Apple rating. So you can give a one out of five star. You just kind of correspond the star with whatever food item is your yeah. number one. So if you guys do that, and we get a submission from, for, from one of our musicians for a theme, we will consider... Uh, ceasing the war and we will we will stop and put our arms to rest however if you do not say bye-bye say love you i think this is a historic moment for the podcast um in more ways than one and i'm about to say something that quite frankly is going to shake up the whole internet not only for the podcast but i'd say for the the, the entirety of technology what i'm about to say might change everything this is the first time in the in the podcast what's your angle podcast history that i have to make hot brown so I will be right back. Caleb will entertain in the meantime. Hmm. Interesting. I think what he means by that is he needs to go number two, which is interesting um, because we don't have a bathroom out there. This is just a studio. So we'll see where he goes. Um, but nevertheless, sometimes the show must go on, guys. Um, I was thinking, now that he's gone, we can talk about stuff that we've been wanting to get back to. Speaking about the Scrodcast, I know a couple episodes, a lot of you guys were interested in that. Um, I could expand a little bit more, give you an update on my situation, if that's okay with you. Um, so, a couple weeks ago, I got a call, one of my main dealers, Jonathan, was calling me about the uh, fish market we have over on 32nd. And he was telling me that the scrod, we were getting a new scrod from the uh, northern Atlant Atlantic. Normally we're getting uh, it from actually out of the Atlantic. We were getting it in Nova Scotia and we were getting wild uh, uh, off the coast of Australia. For the next theme song, we would actually make a scrod based theme song, kind of incorporate scrod as our logo. Now I am getting a FaceTime uh, from Jake D'Ambra and he is calling me. So maybe we can talk to him, ask him about the scrod industry. Hey Jake, you're live. Hey guys, just wanted to uh, say, you know, I'm almost done. I'm about, I'm about like sixty percent of the way there. It's gonna be great. It's it's already great. What I'm experiencing, you know, it's kind of at the peak of. We're at the top of the mountain, hyperbolically. Would you say? 
Well, yeah, you mind if I ask you a few questions about the room you're in? Yeah, we're just, we're just, we're approaching the mudslide portion of the experience. So once I'm done kind of emptying out my system, I'll be able to join you. Okay. Is that okay? Is that okay? You mind if, you mind if I ask you a few questions about the scrot industry while we're here? You know, I would love to, but I gotta go. Oh. Okay. Well, it looks like Jake is coming back soon. So we're gonna have to wrap up our little discussion about Scrod, um, and you know, hopefully the editor doesn't get rid of that bit because I know you guys are curious about it. You can send me, and actually you can send me an email. You can write me at realcalebcronin at gmail.com, we'll put it on the screen right here with any questions about Scrod. Look, if you don't support Trump, don't come to the coffee shop. And if you do support him, you know, everything is free, free coffee on us, on the house. What did I miss? I'm gonna fill you guys in on what happened earlier. I must have eaten a bad quail egg or something because I've been really like just, you know, liquids out the back, solids out the front. It's been a whole kind of switch of my dynamic system. Do you normally eat quail eggs? Not often. Then why would you say this that this time it's due to a quail egg? I don't know. It's hyperbolic. You know, you're supposed to infer what that means. You say that word too much on the podcast. Egg? Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll do better. At least describe it and, and define it for the viewers. Not everyone knows what that word means. An egg? Egg. I don't know. It could be food, it could, could be protein. True. If you're talking about egg as food or you're talking about egg as, you know, uh, something, that could, something that could be the form of life. What did I miss? Uh, we went into some stuff about this. I know the, the viewers are asking me some questions about the Scrodcast, so I just updated them with the Scrod industry. I was telling about the story that I told you. Um, of my buddy Jonathan at the 32nd Street Fish um, Fair, he told me that we got in some new scrod from the North Atlantic and we were actually going to figure out a way to infuse the coronavirus into the scrod. And so I was just telling the viewers that uh, hopefully in their home, they'll be able to get whatever method cooking, um, the it'll, the fish will be able to um, perfume, perfume the, the food with the coronavirus, which mm -hmm. is great. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so I was curious... I heard you talking about something about cafes and coffee shops. Mm. Oh yeah, then just before you came in, I was telling you about the amazing, wonderful story. Oh yeah, of our, of I our, saw that of our president. It's good and of uh, of our local coffee shop. Amazing place. The other is. night when there was the uh, whole trial, I, you know what I call that? Three words: waste of time. Hello, you're mm. not going to get any dirt on him, especially when evidence is no longer for the fad. You evidence is no longer required. Evidence in fidget spinners. Sorry, evidence so, out. out. Fidget spinners. Get them in, in. here. Get them in here. Let's pile them up, put them in the corner of my room, and let them collect. Adults, adults being responsible out. Adults fidget spinning. They in. say you always want to keep your youth. So adults out. That's Bring in the, the kids. Let the kids. One of the great in. thing about the Republican Party is they're just so they're just so youthful. They think great I'm thing not, about politics. I'm not a part of any party, honestly. Mm -hmm. The only party I have is in my head. I have a party in my pants right now. I'd love to see that big cock of yours. Okay. Sorry, what would you that say? That wasn't supposed to be allowed. What would you say is your so far best New Year's resolution? So far, uh, I would say. I honestly think my best New Year's resolution is spending more money. Hmm. You know, I was like, I simply have too much. I don't know what I'm going to do from all these spot. Speaking of, did you go over our sponsor for today's episode? No. Okay, we'll do that soon. Um, but yeah, I, I spent all my sponsorship money, and you know, I. I said that's just not enough 
So I'm trying to find new schemes so that I can collect uh, ends and then, and then transfer those ends, usually somewhere in my stomach region, kind of find something that converts it and, and makes my stomach grow. Because they often say that your weight is a, is, resembles your wealth. Weight equals wealth. So if you're morbidly obese, if you're an MO, that means that you have more money than God, you're richy rich. So MO equals richy rich. And I learned that in a phys in physics class with Miss Windsor. Mm. There's a good equation that I'll keep to the day I die. It's just MO equals richy rich. Uh-huh. That makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I think um my best resolution so far has been What is it? Not getting a job. And I don't know if I've talked about this before on the podcast, but uh, I, I decided have. I have okay well Let's just keep, I mean and just keep we'll keep it short but long I've decided that for the new year um, there's this great thing that I discovered in a little bit in kind of the tail end of last year I discovered that it was actually it was actually f possible to live uh, and survive without getting a job because what you do is you just um, you know mooch off of people for as long as you can and you also just kind of find ways to make the scenario in your head seem unrealistic and, and not part of your actual life and you kind of just you're always you're always putting it in the back of your mind and you're you're, fo you're prioritizing having fun and doing it's things called, in the moment it's called using your imagination it's hello all, yeah, and it's also called zen um but we won't get into that so anyway i i've been successfully uh so far you know to, you know, keep our fingers crossed here but it is the end of january and sorry it's the beginning of february Oof. and i still do not you almost have, forgot still do not have a job which is amazing and what i do for work basically what, do do? what would you do if you had a job uh that's what i'm curious about that, what do you that, do? I, I can't answer that better yet what do you do with all your free time that you don't have a job um i do the podcast and i have three other podcasts it's about an hour that we shoot so one of them is on analytics mm -hmm. one of them is on math equations and the oh, third one. the third one is the set is when I whenever I get a moment to talk about the Scrodcast on this one, I count that as a third podcast. So what I'm not understanding is that's about roughly, you know, anywhere between three and six hours in in, in one mm -hmm. sitting, right? And yeah. there's definitely yep. so there's twenty four times seven. Yep. So but, but there's over a, a, a thousand there's over uh, there's at least a hundred hours during the week, probably more. Right. Well let's break it down to so the what, day scale. You said three hours. Sure. Okay. So it's six hours total because three hours I do I record the uh, episodes and then three hours I added episodes by myself mm -hmm. and then that's six hours in, for one day of a seven day week for one day but then okay. you got to account that after I do all the editing and recording I also watch all the episodes immediately after in the same day when okay. I when I produce and edit them let's call it 12 hours then so yeah so we got 12 hours out of the way so that still leaves 12 additionally for one for one yep. of those seven days but you're forgetting about sleep which is seven hours so okay. 12 plus 7 19 I think 19 yep mm -hmm. and now that leaves us with an additional uh, five five hours now you may be wondering what I have to do in the five hours well I was wondering why you're gonna say six because it's five so, five so get that right you I have five hours to do spare time and in that time I uh, what I usually what I will try to do is a thing called eating and I will try to be either cooking or eating in the six hours that I have left because that's the only time of the day that I'll eat um, in the six hour period so what happens is I sleep um, I go to bed at around 9.30 p.m. and I wake up at 4 a.m. And I have from 4 a.m. to roughly 8 a.m., um, 8 or 9 a.m., I'm just cooking and eating all my food that for the next day mm. so that I don't have to take any time with the editing because as we know, the editing and watching takes 12 hours. 
Um, so I'll just do all my eating in that in that period, and that keeps me really healthy. It's kind of like a fast almost, and that's what makes it so healthy. It's an intermediate and unusual fast, but yes, that's what it is. And I was recommended it by many doctors. It's becoming kind of a trend. Dr. Larson started to put you. You, you it. wake up at 4 a.m. You instantly start eating and cooking. Um, doesn't it, you don't even have to follow any dietary restrictions. You just you just kind of just go. Okay. What if you have roommates and you're cooking at 4:30 a.m.? What what do you say to them? Well, you in order it, you have, pots you have and to pans move, you have to move out. Oh, okay. Yeah, you so, have to live alone for this for the dietary restriction. Um, right. That's the only thing you can, you can cook whatever you want. You know, you could you could organize the time however you want to, but you do have to live alone. So anyone that is trying to do this diet, they have to consider moving out of their parents' house. Understandably, um, of course. And I know that most of our viewers do live in their parents' house and, and probably will for the next ten years. Probably won't be out for the next ten years because most of our viewers are still in middle school. Mm-hmm. So um, and also we kind of wanted to do a big a big kind of shout out to all our viewers um we have been you know thank thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast and keeping us afloat almost uh if i didn't have the inspiration from the viewers and all the positive feedback that we got i wouldn't want to wake up and do this every day or for at least six hours of my day just one um, day a week this, this is seven and days. then i i i just wanted to say especially guys since i know our viewers are so young we wanted to kind of give you guys a few pointers for when you grow um, up when you and grow you become a legal adult, and 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 also what and you're to able do, to be sexually active when you're 18. What, what to do to kind of to kind of get get warmed up for being adulthood, and, and then the also and then also having. when in adulthood, um, what you should do to take the next the necessary steps to be a successful adult. You can have a lot of O's. And coming from t- two unemployed guys like us. Um, you you should be you should be taking our advice kind of seriously, but also I mean, look at him. He's in all black. That means he's super successful. I'm in my jean jacket. It's pretty clear. Pretty evident that we have money. Pretty clear. Um, we have. To, I mean, we have a couch in the room. So I don't know. And a, and you're asking for so much with a bed. Come on now. More money so, than God. First thing I would say, guys, is one one simple tip. And I learned this from Kevin James. Don't sweat the small stuff. Mm. Um, there's a lot of things in life that are gonna really affect you. And they're gonna touch your heart sometimes, whether it's you're dealing with a breakup, uh, with with a, a relationship that you had, a friendship, or a death in a family, or a death of a friend. Um, but I would say generally, don't sweat the small stuff. Um, that also applies to positive things that might happen in your life. Yeah, because the thing the thing that we've learned is that uh, life, being happy in life, is not dependent dependent on good things happening. You have to keep a constant state of peace so that you are not affected in this kind of crazy crazy way because if you if you the more you have hope for things or the more you are despairing about things the more highs and lows you'll have in your life so what you should try to do is kind of remain neutral so that you are not too surprised by anything that hits you whether it's positive or negative you want to keep keep a realistic mindset but also uh, ultimately a optimistic one Um, can i and to my tip kind of building off of that one they're kind of hand in hand is that you know right when you turn 18 you say, you say, oh, now I'm now I'm a legal adult. I can vote. You know, I can drink in most other you know international countries. Maybe just not the U.S. Uh, United States. Um, so and you know other other establishments like North Korea and, and and places like that. But essentially, you'll be able to drink wherever wherever you want. Um, besides the state that you may be living in. Besides where you are currently, uh, and probably where you were born as well. So. Um, which is a great thing. I, I definitely believe that alcohol impedes kind of your, your developmental growth and you're much more responsible when you're 18 than, than, um, than when you're 21 and, and vice versa. Um, but ultimately, the tip that I'd like to have for you is um, 
set no expectations, he said. And what I did to kind of make sure that I didn't was I walked around in public with my eyes closed. My eyes closed, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you have five senses. One of them is sight, hearing, um, seeing, um, and edamame. And so, I, you know, when you have all of those things, you kind of understand that you need to strengthen some others and, and leave some others at the, at, the, at the front door. So in order to not set expectations, uh, hello, you get rid of the whole expectation thing if you can't see. So if especially this works best in urban areas where you have to do a lot of walking and, and you need to kind of have um, self-awareness, you need to have awareness of your surroundings at all times. This is good because it really exp expands your um, audio skills similar to uh, a bat, you know, so we want to aspire to be more like a, a simple creature because we're very complex creatures so sometimes we need to get back to our roots back to evolution and back to where the coronavirus started so if you use more of your ears and you walk around with your eyes closed even though you can see you might even have 2020 vision this is going to set you up for success in the future and this is where i've got i've gotten to this point i now own a futon couch uh two microphones a bed and I live in a, in a mansion. So this is one of my rooms of my mansion. And it's yeah. as easy as that. You just walk around with your eyes closed and, the thing, and the you th see where you go. The thing is that with that strategy, when you do open your eyes, it's so much more rewarding because you open your eyes to success. And specifically in your case, especially if you're living in the States, um, a great thing to do is keep them eyes shut till you reach the age of 18, like Jake said. And then we'll take care of it. Uh, somebody will come in or somebody, somebody from your school somebody from the government maybe it'll be me and jake you know because we're a big supporter to this and when you do open your eyes you'll look down you'll be in a camouflage outfit and you'll have an ar-15 in your hands and you'll be on the field serving the front lines for us because that's what a good 18 year old boy or healthy. girl healthy you know human should be doing ultimately so it's great because you're gonna you're gonna understand at that moment wow it's good i kept my eyes closed because now the only thing i have to look forward to is war and before, I didn't set any expectations. So war is kind of your pinnacle. It's kind of the climax of your life. It's opening up your eyes and seeing, wow, I get to go to the front lines. So happy. They say, um, what's war good for? Um, hello, planning out your future when mm -hmm. you're 18. Planning out what your 30s are going to look like. Now, you want to set yourself up for advance. Where do I see myself in 10 years? You don't. You, well, you you can't see. So so that that's not even that's not even part of part of it. So now notice you're probably thinking, okay, well. That's great. You know, I'm going to have the structure in my life. I'm going to be in the military. That's amazing. And it's amazing that the structure was set up for me without me even asking. But what if the destruction destruction and destructive powers of drugs and alcohol come into my life? Don't worry, not to worry. The government has set up a structure that has not allowed you to um, obtain any illegal substances with alcohol in them until you are at the age of 21. So you're probably saying, oh, thank Peters, you know, I really thought that I was going to be all okay, but then the, that, that beer was going to come in and the, the, that alcohol was going to really ruin my life. No, nope. It's going to ruin my, my uh, ability to shoot, to shoot. an AR-15. Don't worry, don't worry, we got you covered. You can be completely sober, you can be completely, oh, but I know what you're probably wondering. Okay, but I'm going to need some drugs, right? Because I'm going to be serving in the military. Correct. When you get discharged, ba -pow, we're going to send you all those medications, prescription drugs, because you're going to have PTSD. We're going to keep that mind in order. Huh? We want to keep your mind kind of unscrambled. There, but... I want to keep it like a French-style omelet. Basically, the better you. We're yeah. gonna, the drugs make the better form of who, now, you, who you want to be. Don't French make sure style. you're not drinking or anything, because that could really mess up your life. And don't worry, the government has that structure covered for you. However, ba-pow... 
you will get those drugs and pills in the mail and you will have to take about three prescriptions a day different prescriptions three times a day three times three different medications recommend a day. with your meals so that just just so that everything's running clearly because you kind of when you start and you're born into human life God kind of he left 10% um, out of his kind of as the wild card and that's for us humans to create synthetic drugs to give you the other 10% so um, don't worry about that because you're gonna have all the drugs you need then when you turn 21 Woo! You, you can have the drugs, the you can have the alcohol, get the alcohol, and you can have the PTSD. Mm-hmm. And those are gonna—that's ha- what we call in the industry the holy trinity. Oh yes, drugs, alcohol, and PTSD. Best way to con- uh, efficiently consume all three when you're 21 is you take a bit of the drug and you drop it in kind of like a diet coke, uh, Mentos and diet coke. You're gonna watch it fizz up. You're gonna put your mouth right on the rim, and you're gonna go, <gasps> and it's gonna all burst in your mouth. You know, it's gonna mm-hmm. come all in your mouth. And then you're going to be able to kind of have your mind altered permanently. So you no longer mm-hmm. have to kind of worry about And then you're going to go into a long withstanding um, kind of mental swirl where you're going to be caught in a PTSD. You're going to be caught in the situations that you were in war. But you're going to be medicated now this time not only with uh, legal medication by the government but also with legal alcohol because you are 21 now and you're ready to engage in what we call life so ptsd plus that's, that's kind what they're of calling it that's kind of our segment today for advice for middle schoolers and high schools high schoolers that are looking for a realistic take on the world that you're going to have mm-hmm. and and if you saw the last episode um we're already trying to benefit you guys we're really looking out for you guys in your best interest by spreading the word on our podcast you saw last episode we tied we brought light to the pizza and burgers um, so we hope that you're at school lunch right now on your phone, um, watching, you know, waiting for next period, uh, period six, and you're probably eating a pizza and burger um, on us. So, so mm. I, you know. Yeah, you know what? Take that one on me. Put it on Jake's tab better yet. Mm-hmm. Um, because we haven't had any money in our accounts to pay in a while. So we've been having to get the cheese sandwich. But it's, we don't mind. We don't mm. mind. It's really good. It's really good. Two it's white bread and a uh, piece of cheese. It's some good stuff, huh? You get all your major food groups. You get oh, I'm smiling because it's so good. It's great. It's perforated bread. So, yeah. I think we'll probably start this now as a tradition. Every episode, we'll give kind of a word of advice to our younger viewers. To our uh, middle school friends. Something to take extremely MSFs. literal. Our MSFs. What, you what was your favorite moment of middle school? Oh, sorry. You can't answer that. You're still in. Oh. My moment? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> not the, not the, uh, not the figures. Well... I'd say one time I was a uh, I had library class and I was doing a presentation on the Dewey Decimal System, and the librarian called me in the back room. And she said, "Kid, you're such a good student. I want to give you a sticker. I want to put a sticker on your hand." And uh, she put the sticker on my hand, and I walk away. And it wasn't until about third or fourth period mm. that I realized the sticker was a scratch and sniff. Oh, and, oh uh, on your hand too. Yeah, I gave you it. Can't a, get away I, from it. I gave it a scratch, and uh, it was grape you know smell and the first couple whiffs i'm going this is delicious but uh after a while the, the flavor started to wear off your skin started to burn my skin oil. started to burn because the sticker was um sticking to my skin and for some reason <laughs> when, for some reason when you're a kid the stickers just like stick to your skin more adhesively than they ever would now mm. so i remember it was a real hard time i had to go to the hospital i had hard to get my chime. stomach pumped because i had to eat the i, I used to eat paper as a child mm. and i had to go to the get my stomach pumped Middle school. Middle now we can move on to high school. school. Uh, I was just thinking, made me also think of a great experience I had in high school. Um, you see, I used to really enjoy certain musics and kind of waves of American culture that other people found a bit peculiar or they weren't um, akin, akin to yet. 
Um, I'm not sure if the word is a keen or a kin, um, but they weren't familiar with what I was into. But nevertheless, I enjoyed what I was into, and I would, you know, express that in what I was wearing or what music I was listening to. Um, and one of my favorite things that I remember back, looking back, is that, you know, I got so much shit for wearing um, things with odd, the Odd Future hoodies or, you know, listening to rap music and listening to things like Tyler the Creator or, you know, listening to, to rock bands like Tame Impala or um, and stuff like that. You know, I used to I used to people would really make fun of me, pull my hoodie strings about it. I and think we already mentioned this. My this best thing, too. my best, my best moment. Um, now in reflection yeah. is that all of those same people this is so great and amazing it's really crazy all amazing. Of those same people are they really love the artists that I used to like now so that I used to like <laughs> back then so I'm just so glad I'm great. so glad because that makes me think wow I really had an, an influence on them you had something special yeah and so sometimes even something amazing sometimes will, my, my best people that I never even talk to will hit me up <laughs> and say um, mm. Hey, check this! Check this out, or I'll, I'll see them on the internet. What I just found. But look what I just found. I'm the first person to find this, and I'll go. Wow, that's amazing. Um, I was. I actually was listening. They'll go. Shut up! Shut up! Hey, shut go, up. Stop talking. I go. Oh, but mem- remember, I actually used to wear. Oh, no, you could stop I, talking. I, I, I right thought there. You, I thought you actually just made fun it. of me that time. And they would go. They go. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! And you know, we're in our we're in our twenties now, so it's it's kind of odd that they would t- still tell me to shut up, um, and push me, yeah. but. I'm just so happy. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. I'm just so happy that they found out what I was into, and I, I, I shouldn't probably be, in, be into that stuff anyway because I think there's enough to go around. Generally, as a young, as a young person, you shouldn't think for yourself because that's just going to harm you in the long run. If you think like your parents or like the people around you, then you're going to have a much easier perspective on the world around us. So keep it up, and thank, thanks so much to everyone who um, disrespected me and what I was into when I was a child, and who are now into the same shit. And I'm, you know, just I sit back and I laugh because you're fucking pathetic and you make me sick Ooh, and I want to declare war on you and, I, and I'm also I'm going to throw a grenade at your house oh hey what did I say that no no that's just the PTSD plus talking this is the drugs evening themselves out and now I'm into a spiral of depression they have uh, uppers and they have a lowers you know you have a you take them both and you could go to hell I'll see you there too you know I wonder what layer of hell we're going to get I was on the highway to hell uh, recently, and <laughs> I was on Route 66, mm. and the bus driver says... I didn't know you went to the West Coast. The, bu- the bus driver said, we got to pull over, because we're stopping at the, ma- the local rest stop, the Mickey D's mm. kind of gas station shop. Oh, good Lord. So good. Yeah. And uh, I got off the bus, and I realized, oh my gosh, this is not hell. This is just Delaware. Um, which is one and the same thing. And I think that if I were to blow up one state in the, in the Union of the U.S., I would probably be Delaware or Rhode Island. Why? Well, uh, they're both evenly, they're kind of similar in size, mm-hmm. uh, but they have a lot of different things to offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, why would you blow one up more than the other? Uh, well, ultimately, I would blow Rhode Island up more than the other because I was, I think I was so negatively affected by so many things in Rhode Island that it really just is not a place that I want to see stick around. And what I would do is I would allocate all the businesses that I like and support and all the people that I love. I move them to an island um, central to the coast of South Africa. And then I would just send missiles and I would just shoot a bazooka at Rhode Island and ultimately just blow it up and destroy it. Then you'd probably make it into a true island. It's always been that faux island. Yeah, Rhode would, Island is a faux I would make island. It into, I would make it into a true island and I would probably open up a pho, um shop. And, and do all my, my kind of own take on... What's the name of the Fuh Shop, by the way? It's called Fuh King. And it's a, it's been a concept I've been working on for a while. It's great. 
Um, I'm going to help you out with that because I have four years of uh, business experience. You know, I'm going to oh, be able wow. to market. And you know, whenever someone I'm talking to someone new, thanks, you know, thanks. I haven't seen in a while, they always go, "Oh man, I'd love to start a business." You're going to be. They go, "Oh, you, you, you know, you were in business school. You're going to be the one running the numbers. You, you know, go, not, you, you have no there. say in create in the creative aspect." Or, but or you, the, go, you go, I didn't go to a business. I went to Berkeley. I went to I went to Berkeley for four years. They go, "Shut up, shut up." Uh, we're gonna have you do all the numbers for us, for us, you and go, your mind is r- irrelevant, other than for the use of the calculator so. and the creativity. You know, in my business school, I did have to take one class that said how to use a calculator mm. 101, and then I took 103 shortly after that. It I'm so glad. Of, I'm so glad the the money that my mother invested in my calculators throughout high school because it, they were truly necessary. I truly needed all the mechanisms on the Texas Instrument, and buying a cheaper one just wouldn't have worked. For example, we went out to um, breakfast this morning. We had no way of kind of calculating how much to leave a tip for. No way other than um, that we forgot we had our Texas instrument in our back pocket. Thank God for that. So it makes me look like I have a big hiney. And unfortunately, on top of that, we're able to leave a handsome tip. Hmm. So we let our waiter know how much we love him. And we sent him on our way. The phone, um, the iPhone calculator is, is good, but it only has numbers and addition and, and subtraction, I think, times tables. And there's no way that you can get the other functions on it. Um, so you really need to go out and every citizen needs to buy a Texas Instrument calculator. Um, and if you're not spending at least $30 on your calculator, then you should consider buying one. Um, consider, consider buying a more expensive one at least. Hey, did you uh, take calculus? Probably not, right? Yeah. Okay, well, then you'll remember that when you took calculus, uh, you actually had to buy the $110 calculator because oh. it came with the extra function where you could uh, message the, your, your classmates during the session oh. and ask them a question if you didn't understand because the Texas, part of the Because the Texas instrument, you could only say hello, but you would have to actually flip the screen upside down for it to read hello. And all of the servers are in, mm. in Texas, so you know the message would go out there and then, and then it would come back. It would take a while. Yes, and they also you know make various instruments. I believe they're working on their new prototype for a Sopranino saxophone. Yeah. So I'm going to be investing in that quite it's, soon. It's just amazing because, you know, we as students of, of uh, high school got to spend our parents' money in a way that was extremely useful. Um, and I'm, I'm, I am a little wow-wow that I didn't get to get my binky and my um, hefty, hefty bing-dong because I had to spend the money on the text instrument. But it's okay. terrible, huh? It's terrible. Yeah. Tell you what, the next episode's going to be in Braille. So Tell that you we what. Can, yep. Next person you see with reading glasses scream at them four eyes see what they do it's a really interesting experiment we're in a time of america where everybody has pretty thin skin we want to thicken up some skin Hmm. so we actually you know we've talked a lot about uh our experiences with bullying uh reference episode one our best episode yet hello i had 120 uh, views and the content was better than ever uh this episode's terrible um, and so we kind of look at episode one kind of like how, uh, you know, the wise men looked at the North Star looking for more, you know, looking to find the right direction. Um, and we talked about bullying in that episode. And, and one thing I believe personally in public schools, and this goes out to my middle school, uh, my middle school gals and guys um, or guys and dolls or guys and dolls, cats and dolls. And I would I would really recommend that when it rains cats and dogs that you should start bullying more uh, because we, you know, we as a nation have a little bit too thin skin. You know, it's getting a little translucent. You're able to see the blue blood flow. We want to get uh, kids red, red in the face with anger because I feel like bullying really needs to make make a comeback. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, bullying is just so good for character development, 
and without it you are left with this hollow humble character that doesn't really know how to express itself to the full extent if you have a little hurt and a little pain inside that's where the true creativity comes from um, and nowadays you know bullying is a lot of times over the internet over the the social medias and the YouTubes mm -hmm. but we need to bring it back to face-to-face -to -face combat I agree um, we need more shows. That's why gladiators were so, were so popular during Greek times because people like to see live action combat, especially with two pre you know pubescent boys uh, throwing their throwing their arms out around, wailing around. That's what I used to call it when when there'd be wailing. school fights. To say, all right, we got another whale session, and so I really loved watching those. And that's kind of why we're we're asking you, please, please go around and call people who have reading glasses, four eyes. It's really not too difficult. It's a matter of two words. So it's better if they don't defend themselves because mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. you're helping them with their character. Um, nowadays, a lot of bullies, I think, are taking the easy way out and they're just bringing in Papa's AR. But <laughs> we're kind of not so keen on that idea. We want you to use your fists and be a real boy or girl. Mm -hmm. Put that AR in the closet. Put it where it belongs. What would you What would you do if you ever bought a gun? Why would you buy one, and and what uses would you use with it? Uh, if I ever bought a gun, I would buy one because I was mad at my work. I was mad at my coworkers and my boss. Well, and you I, don't have a job, so but and, we're uh, good for now. But yeah, but this is all hypothetical. Yep. So if I ever had one, um, I would I would use it because I would buy it months in advance because I was mad at my boss because they didn't give me that wage that I wanted my whole life. And I would go in, I would shoot them and shoot everybody in the office. And then I would hopefully maintain the gun so that my child could um, take out his anger at the students that bully him uh, and show them that he's no four eyes no more when he's got that Papa's, Papa's gun in his hands. Hey, nice to meet you. You sound like a real true American because mm. that's the American way, what you that just described. Way. 2020. Let's see what's, what has... Let's see what's what's in the future for 2021. If you're not a complete sociopath in the in, in your American in, in 2020, what are you doing? I mean, just get with the times. Flower boy, flower girl, out. Psycho socio, in. Come on in. We have enough room as a nation. And come to the dark side. We have cookies. Mm-hmm. I believe that's going to be it for the, today's episode of the Cookie Podcast. Uh, I didn't say my name at the beginning, but for those of you that don't know, my name's Jake to the D to the Amp to the Bruh. You know, when I was in middle school, everybody would say, Damn, bruh. Damn, mm -hmm. bruh. Mm -hmm. Damn, bruh. Because your last name kind of sounds like damn, bruh. Damn, I'd laugh inside. Yeah, but not outside. Because outside he had something planned, and it did not have to do. Who says the plan hasn't been executed yet? Who says, I'm not still working on it, hello. Mm -hmm. The manifesto is a long run. Mm -hmm. And who am I with today? Who I have the, the pleasure of being in presence of? I am Caleb Sillyhead Cronano, and I peace you from this time forward, and I wish you all my, all the best, and I peace you. We wish you all the best. And we wish Beat you the rest. We yeah. shall never deny a guess. Yes, and Merry Christmas to all our um, viewers celebrating Christmas. And Super Bowl, uh, let's just say we have a little something planned for that so let's just watch say it on let's just television. say uh let's just say the uh you're not gonna want that halftime song to end because at the end the stadium's gonna, go, gonna go kaboom gonna go out with a bang we've said too much no spoilers see you wear red tomorrow
over there? Is that Cronano? Yoo-hoo! What have you been up to, my silly boy? Well, just looking for a new angle, my dear. You ready to begin? Yahoo! Turn on the podcast and listen real close. We're the two fatos that you love the most. What's your angle? What's your angle? What's your angle podcast? If you love me, please tell.